What's going on guys? Welcome to Sam Wise on Cars episode 2. Today we're going to talk about the golden years when I was burning rubber to pay my bills. So let's just dive right into it. So how the heck did I land this job? So basically there is a new racing driving venue where people could rent our fleet of uh, exotic cars to race around a purpose-built racetrack. Opened up near my house. So my friends and I found online that they were hosting the first Cars and Coffee event. And the deal was the first five or six people to enter this Cars and Coffee event got a free five-lap experience of a car of their choice. So, of course, me and my friends camped out all night, no sleep, and we got in. We got to do the free experience. Initially, I wanted the C7 Z06, but they needed to put brakes on it or what have you. So I ended up with the Porsche GT3, which ended up working out really well. And the manager told us in our briefing, if anyone got 70 seconds or less, he would hand us a job application. Kind of jokingly, but... Um, anyways, after my, my experience, I walked inside, looked at the scoreboard, and sure enough, I got 70 seconds right on the dime. So I kind of, uh, he asked me at the end, hey, how'd it go, this and that, and I said, oh, pretty good, man. Like, I got 70 seconds, where's the, where's my job application? Like, let's do this. And we kind of joked around, went back and forth. I didn't know if I really was going to try to work there, but anyways, um, I was fi finishing up school out of state and playing sports so i officially moved back to vegas and was trying to finish up some more school there so i realized i needed at least a part-time job so i went back in there a few times handed them my resume and got the call that i could uh i could start working there so i started off working out in the pit which was handling like customer check-ins for their experience and their vehicles um, also taking pictures of people after their experience. So finally, I worked my way up to get cleared to coach in the lowest tier of cars. Uh, that was the Porsche Cayman GTS, the Shelby GT. It's just non-supercharged uh, non Shelby. And uh, a V8 Audi R8. So I was right seating in those cars, also given rides in those cars, and it was going great. Finally, I got cleared to coach in the second tier cars, which was the Porsche GT3, um, the AMG GTS, and the C7Z06. Again, everything was going awesome. Uh, kept gaining, gaining everyone's trust and respect, working really hard, making sure everyone's having fun, keeping everyone safe. Um, and then finally, I got cleared for the highest, fastest tier of cars to right seat and give rides in, which was the Lamborghini Huracans, uh, the Ferrari 488s, McLaren, and uh, again, everything was going great. Uh, and finally, a opening popped up for uh, a drift driver. They needed another person to do the drift experience, which is what they offered. There is basically two laps plus a little bit of fun on the skid pad um, outside of the track in itself. So skid pad and then a few laps on track drifting around. And um, I just kind of decide, you know what, I'm just going to swing. And if I miss whatever, I went into the VP's office and I just told him, hey, like, I want to be a drift driver. Like, give me a shot. So a few weeks later, um, I got cleared to start training. And 
The first car that we had um, as our drift car was a pretty tired 13 GT500 Shelby, which um, is already a very, very difficult car to drift in. But especially for someone who hadn't really drifted before, it was basically baptism by fire. So uh, we've all seen those cars and coffee videos of these Mustangs peeling out and and spinning around and stuff. And there's a reason for that. Um, they have a live rear axle, which makes them kind of unpredictable. And if you're not always one step ahead of this car, it'll bite you so hard. It was very heavy, um, over two tons. Very powerful, had an electric steering rack, um, which Ford still hadn't refined until like the S550 models, and a huge steering wheel. So um, I was super, super fortunate to work with Alec Honadale, Formula D drifter. And it couldn't have gone like any better with this guy. Like he's like the nicest, coolest like person you could probably try to work with and learn something like drifting on this car. And of course, he's an insane driver. So he was really patient with me. I don't know how he put up with me. I probably spun him around in that car like a dozen times. And um, I just kept chipping away at it. And next thing you know, I was given rides in that car. I hadn't really mastered that car though. I mean, I was okay at it, but uh, obviously if Alec was there, he would be the one to, to do the rides and I was kind of like a backup drift driver. But uh, later down the line, we retired that car, thank goodness, and we got a C6 Corvette Z06. Now that was leaps and bounds, like much like newer car for us, had very, very low miles. Um, and in between our drift turns, it was a really awesome car to kind of hot lap around. Um, very good balance, predictable. Only problem with that car was that car really liked grip. So it was kind of difficult to, to throw the back end out when you wanted to. And that car did not like angle at all. Like if you overstepped a little bit, you're spinning around, like forget it. So... Um, that car was also not the easiest. I mean, um, with an angle kit and like a cam and a tune, that car would be like awesome. But, you know, we just worked with it. We did what we could with that car. And later on after that, we got two Mustangs, a red Roush uh, Mustang S550, supercharged, a little over 700 crank horsepower. And then we had a backup like base S550 50 Mustang. And the Roush Mustang was an absolutely phenomenal car. Till this day, I, I have a special place in my heart for that car because that car was pretty predictable. It handled its weight super well. It sounded amazing. It had all the power you needed. And surprisingly, you could get an absolute sick amount of angle from that car, like without an angle kit or anything. It was reliable, it stayed cool when we needed it to. And the 5.0 was also a very good car. I mean, it, it handled its own from time to time that we actually needed it if, if the Roush was getting some work done or whatnot. So um, that's pretty much uh, what we were drifting there. And um, from that on, let's see. Um, so what was it actually like um, being a drift driver, like doing these experiences and stuff for work. 
at first it was terrorizing like people are paying like 120 dollars just to be in the right seat with you for like five minutes so it's like you kind of had that pressure that you needed to put on a good show granted you have a cool car you're already on a track but you know people are expecting a drift ride otherwise they could just go right seat uh, a hot lap ride in like an even faster car so um it was terrorizing in that sense also there was like a viewing deck where people would watch you around the embankment drift we all know the purpose of an embankment is to stop you from like skidding off or what have you it helps you make the turn so that turn was really challenging like you really had to like grab the car by the scruff and and get the back end out as best as you could so when you have all these people like on a viewing deck like watching you and you have someone's kid or wife in the car it's like it wasn't easy um but uh, once i got confident and i got really comfortable especially towards the tail end with the c6 z06 and more or less in the red roush and even the s5 it became like the funnest thing in the world like i'd go to work and like have the time of my life and um it was it was really fun and i felt like super super fortunate to be able to drift these cars granted the c6 z06 was like my childhood dream car i remember um our neighbor growing up uh one a friend of mine who was a neighbor at the time his dad had one and um my dad had an e46 m3 and i always wished our dads could trade cards because i loved that car so being able to drive these cars and drift them and see them at their best and their worst and and like share that with other people like it was it was really special and like i felt super lucky to do it so that's pretty much it guys uh for this video on what it was like getting paid to drift if you guys have any questions drop a comment in the comment section I really hope you enjoyed the video. Um, apologies if I haven't said it already that some of these clips are a little bit rough. Like I said, I just tried to retrieve them from wherever I could. Thank you guys. Stay tuned for the next episode.